0: over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthology is from the forefront. Book two, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hi, Scott McClelland here with your Leadership Moment. Glad to be with you. All right. We're still on location here uh, in Chiang Mai, Thailand with Caleb Lawrence. And we're digging in a little bit to some of his previous experiences with uh, the subject of leadership, specifically some happenings and things he encountered in a place of employment called the Boiler Room in Omaha, Nebraska, prior to his coming to Thailand, which is four plus years ago now. So fairly fresh example. Barely. Yeah.
1: It's weird how it still <laughs> sticks with me, though.
0: <laughs> Very meaningful uh, formation, I think. Yeah. We're, we're going to dig in a little more to the details here and wrap this this uh, series with Caleb up in this time. At the end, we'll double back and give you some contact information or info to find out more about what Caleb's doing here in Chiang Mai. Caleb, talk to us more about Chef Paul and some of his approach.
1: Yeah, you bet. I Thinking about it, I'm a, so I'm an educator. And I am you know, have my background, my college training and education currently working on a master's in education. And, and I'm realizing as an educator, what kind of drew me towards a leadership style was he's following good principles of education, things that teachers should be doing in classes and things like that. And one of those is setting daily expectations, providing feedback. In education, sometimes they're called assessments
0: oh, not tests
1: not necessarily tests to judge you, but tests to demonstrate how far our learning has come so that we can see where we need to improve and so that expectation and feedback loop was something that was huge with with paul and if any of you have watched any of those chef TV shows, I'm sure you kind of get an idea of what kind of feedback he's giving in the back of the house with the chefs.
0: Ah, ah, ah. Hell's Kitchen?
1: You know, I've never actually (laughs) seen it, but it was hot back there. And so one thing that's interesting about Boiler Room is it's an open kitchen. The guests can see everything. Mm. Everything is open. Wow. It's part of the concept. So there's no yelling, but there's pressure. (laughs) (laughs) A A lot of pressure. Now, so for us, as people who are working with the guests... there's still those expectations and sometimes it's very exacting. Mm. And one of them is how we carry ourselves.
0: Mm.
1: And because it's an open kitchen, chef can see me walk around and I might come back down. I would always come back down, have a talk with him. We talk about all kinds of stuff, politics, religion, whatever, but also food and service. (laughs) So I come back down he said, Caleb, why do you keep touching the back of your head when they ask you a hard question? He said, you know, the answer Answer with confidence. Keep your hands at your side. And then, Caleb, you've been walking around without purpose. When you move from one position to another, move with purpose. Know what you're doing. Know where you're going. Know why you're going. Things like that. So that down to these feedback and expectations. And he would often demonstrate physically. This is how you should be standing when you're standing at attention. This is how you should stand when you're at a table. Of course, there's a freedom for individual expression, but there's a lot of nos mm-hmm. in how we our body is standing with the guest. And so we got training and feedback and reinforcement on that. And not only bad, like sometimes I walk back down because it was we were on a elevated. Elevated. Something? The dining is elevated, the kitchen is down below. And so uh-huh. he can look up and see. And it would be like wow when you leaned into the guest you leaned perfectly. When you uh, we're telling them about the story of the wine. Your animation was on target. Wow. Things like that. And and that was another area of expectation, that knowledge component. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be okay. Today you need to learn about a bottle of wine and you need to sell it. Mm. And then you've been selling too much of this. It's time to branch out, go learn about something new, get your story, get your thing, figure it out. And so we go up and he said, do you sell it? Come back down, sell it. Good. You sold it. Good. And let's try a new one. And then he would say, he would grab a bottle from the seller. He would say, here's the story. And he would tell me about the producer, where they come from, what their style is, why they're special. And he said, all right, go do it. Wow. And so as long as the wine is matching what the customer is looking for, it's all game. You know, we're not yeah. we're not trying to put everybody in one bottle. Yeah. But there's people who are looking for, for a certain pl- profile and so when I'm discovering their interests if it matches the interests of the bottle I'm supposed to be working on it's a perfect solution. Mm-hmm. And the guest is always happy. They love people love the story. You know and we know that in leadership outside of selling wine. Yeah. So on a macro level the story is important but even on the micro level with selling a specific bottle of wine My leader gives me the story and I can communicate that story. And it's a practice process with feedback, with reinforcement. Uh, And that was that was all a part of the daily functioning of the restaurant. It wasn't a one off. Here's your wine training course. Don't go do good. It's like, here we go. Wow. So, I, and, you know, we had to, we had to be able to open a bottle and pour perfectly and all this stuff. And I go out to eat else, other, other places and you got servers breaking corks at the table and spilling <laughs> and, and you're like, wow, training makes a difference. Feedback <laughs> makes a difference, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: and, and, um, and, and so each of those that expectations and, and even in the evening there would be before service, we're having family meal. And we know the guest list and we say, all right, such and such a person is coming in. We know what they like. We know they have a hard time with this. Caleb, you're going to take this table, make sure you're caressing their weak spots, make sure you're attending to this specific need so that we're going to give them the best experience they can possibly have. And so this this level of expectation is everywhere, even to the point we know who's coming. And if we know what they like and what they want, we are going to go in and take care of that. And if we know they don't like something, we're going to make sure that we're addressing that with care and concern. I mean, it's, it's specific and detailed down to the, and, and, you know, in in the blog, I wrote transferred these ideas to the education component where students learn when you can give them that kind of feedback and the people we're mentoring learn when we give that kind of feedback. And so even today, four and a half, five years later, when I stand talking to people, I think about Where are my hands? How are my shoulders? What is my face communicating? (laughs) Do they know that I'm interested? You you know, because sometimes we're not we're interested, but we might stand like we don't give a rip. Yeah. You know. And it's funny how when you train your body, your mind becomes more attentive too. And I Mm -hmm. and I learned that from him. I knew it. Yeah. But he made me He made you not forget. (laughs) He made me not forget. (laughs) And so and that's translated well here in Thailand because body language is so important. What am I communicating cross culturally? Mm -hmm. I pay attention now. Okay. What is this? How is this man standing when he's a leader here? What does he do with his body Mm -hmm. when they're a teacher? And so then I can uh, behave appropriately so that I'm not written off. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, it's been, it's that kind of intense fire of crazy feedback that most people don't want. I really do believe prepared me for the fire of cross-cultural work uh, in a way that, um,
0: you couldn't that, have otherwise been.
1: Yeah, right. It's it's weird how it worked, and, and maybe it was kind of uh, divinely orchestrated. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, it was really helpful, effective, effective. Yeah. And, and I mentioned, you know, exact, It's painful to be under that kind of leadership. It's not for everybody, right? But I think for people driven for excellence, it's a it's a place to thrive. And I think we can take the principles and apply them maybe more gently. in areas with when we're working with people who might be a little more sensitive. Yeah. Um, But we still want to make movement
0: towards our uh, objectives. Yeah, for sure. So tell us a little bit about where we can find that blog you wrote about this, that would cover it in more detail. Yep. And then tell us if someone wants to reach out to you or what you guys are doing here or find out more about it, how do they do that?
1: All right. So the blog is CJ dot nwordpresscom Okay.
0: They can search on they there can search, for, for the restaurant. Yep. They can probably search for the restaurant name.
1: Yeah. I write about education, too, in my blog, and uh, community and hospitality are main okay. kind of components here in Thailand. Yeah, so check that out, guys. Yep. Check that out. Other contact is through Facebook. You okay. can find me, Caleb Lawrenson.com. Yeah. Got a red shirt on <laughs> and, uh, email. Okay. Probably through a link we can provide on, on okay. the website. Sounds good. So. Sounds
0: excellent. Well, thanks for joining us for all all this time and for your feedback.
1: Doing
0: uh, yeah. Whatever you said. And we uh we're happy to be, uh, have had this time with Caleb and Tracy and family here. Uh, we certainly appreciate the work they're doing and, uh, the example they're providing not only for the folks here in Thailand but also for those of us who are in other places in the world if you uh, if you have Thailand on your heart or want to know more about it please check those things out reach out to reach out to Caleb uh check out his Facebook page and his blog and thanks again Caleb it was a it was a real blessing being with you yes. and also thanks for taking your to time you. to do this thank you all right. all right if you need to contact me or us please do so At fxmissions.com. Thanks for being with us on this Leadership Moment on Location series with Caleb Lawrenson. Until next time, have a good one. This Leadership Moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit fxmissions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.